Hey, welcome back to Well, That's Interesting. The, oh my God, my God, what, what happened to your voice edition? <laughs> yeah, I know, my beautiful friends, I know. As you could hear, I have a touch of the laryngitis, and talking for a good 20 minutes with this voice might not be the sound you want in your ear holes. Ah, you know, we love a good hole around these parts, and I want to protect them as much as possible. So the show will go on, but we're just going to do something a little bit more creative today. Uh, One, I'm doing fine. Thank you uh, for asking. Uh, I'm Jill Chacha, and if this is your first time listening, welcome to The Flock, my luxurious business goose. And two, I thought for the show, you know what? Why don't I share with you one of my favorite TED Talks? A glorious four minutes and 50 second explanation on why incompetent people think they're experts. Like, why is it that the person with a limited amount of knowledge on a topic is the loudest in the room? Think about it. Uh, Popular culture calls this mansplaining, but this psychological phenomenon has been around since the dawn of fucking time. In fact, you know, I hate to be the one to break this to you, but studies show, overall, all of us, We're not very good at self-evaluation, and we're all at risk of overestimating our skills. So, what is the fancy technical term for this, and why in God's name does it happen? Great questions. Well, it wasn't until recently, in the year of our Lord Prince, 1999, two researchers dove deep into this very human mystery. David Dunning, a professor of psychology at the University of Michigan, and his colleague Justin Kruger performed some studies, and I swear to God, they wrote one of the best titles to a paper I've ever read, okay? You need to prepare yourself for this magnificence, so please sit down or stand up. I Grab a pen and paper. You need to write this down. Type it with your thumbs on your phone. Just text it to somebody with no context, okay? Here we go. <clears throat> Quote, unskilled and unaware of it, How difficulties in recognizing one's own incompetence led to inflated self-assessment. End quote. (laughs) Ow, I'm in so much pain. (laughs) I'm still going to laugh. The unskilled and unaware of it part is just just so good. (laughs) Anyway, in sum, my friends, for this research, they tested a group of people uh, focusing on their abilities in various fields like grammar, logic, and humor, Uh, Afterwards, though, those participants were asked to uh, perform a self-assessment of their skills. Oh, Lord, drumroll, please. Thank you. Get this. For those those who performed the worst, uh, they were most prone to overestimating their abilities. That's right. Round of applause. That's right. (laughs) The worst thought they were doing the best. But wait, it gets better. Quote, Not only do these people reach erroneous conclusions and make unfortunate choices, but their incompetence robs them of the metacognitive... I know. Their incompetence robs them of the metacognitive ability to realize it. End quote. The study concluded. That's right. They don't even know that they're doing it. So, ouch. Well, this phenomenon is called illusory superiority or the Dunning-Kruger effect, and I am so fucking stoked to tell you that the TED Talk I'm about to play goes into richer detail of their study and actually provides some advice 
what can we do to avoid being blind to our mistakes and actually become the knowledgeable person that we strive to be? So, buckle up, my well-intentioned business goose. Let's explore the Dunning-Kruger effect. Here we go. Are you as good at things as you think you are? How good are you at managing money? What about reading people's emotions? How healthy are you compared to other people you know? Are you better than average at grammar? Knowing how competent we are and how our skills stack up against other people's is more than a self-esteem boost. It helps us figure out when we can forge ahead on our own decisions and instincts and when we need instead to seek out advice. But psychological research suggests that we're not very good at evaluating ourselves accurately. In fact, we frequently overestimate our own abilities. Researchers have a name for this phenomenon, the Dunning-Kruger effect. This effect explains why more than 100 studies have shown that people display illusory superiority. We judge ourselves as better than others to a degree that violates the laws of math. When software engineers at two companies were asked to rate their performance, 32% of the engineers at one company and 42% at the other put themselves in the top 5%. In another study, 88% of American drivers described themselves as having above average driving skills. These aren't isolated findings. On average, people tend to rate themselves better than most in disciplines ranging from health, leadership skills, ethics, and beyond. What's particularly interesting is that those with the least ability are often the most likely to overrate their skills to the greatest extent. People measurably poor at logical reasoning, grammar, financial knowledge, math, emotional intelligence, running medical lab tests, and chess all tend to rate their expertise almost as favorably as actual experts do. So who's most vulnerable to this delusion? Sadly, all of us, because we all have pockets of incompetence we don't recognize. But why? When psychologists Dunning and Kruger first described the effect in 1999, they argued that people lacking knowledge and skill in particular areas suffer a double curse. First, they make mistakes and reach poor decisions. But second, those same knowledge gaps also prevent them from catching their errors. In other words, poor performers lack the very expertise needed to recognize how badly they're doing. For example, when the researchers studied participants in a college debate tournament, the bottom 25% of teams in preliminary rounds lost nearly four out of every five matches. But they thought they were winning almost 60%. Without a strong grasp of the rules of debate, the students simply couldn't recognize when or how often their arguments broke down. The Dunning-Kruger effect isn't a question of ego blinding us to our weaknesses. People usually do admit their deficits once they can spot them. In one study, students who had initially done badly on a logic quiz and then took a mini course on logic were quite willing to label their original performances as awful. 
That may be why people with a moderate amount of experience or expertise often have less confidence in their abilities. They know enough to know that there's a lot they don't know. Meanwhile, experts tend to be aware of just how knowledgeable they are, but they often make a different mistake. They assume that everyone else is knowledgeable too. The result is that people, whether they're inept or highly skilled, are often caught in a bubble of inaccurate self-perception. When they're unskilled, they can't see their own faults. When they're exceptionally competent, they don't perceive how unusual their abilities are. So if the Dunning-Kruger effect is invisible to those experiencing it, what can you do to find out how good you actually are at various things? First, ask for feedback from other people and consider it, even if it's hard to hear. Second, and more important, keep learning. The more knowledgeable we become, the less likely we are to have invisible holes in our competence. Perhaps it all boils down to that old proverb. When arguing with a fool, first make sure the other person isn't doing the same thing. Ah, there you have it, my friends. The Dunning-Kruger effect. So please, just keep learning. Listen, rate, subscribe to this podcast. That's very important. (laughs) Uh, And thank you for being on this laryngitis journey with me. Uh, Hopefully all will be well next week. And uh, please, stay interesting.